Hey friends, my name is Amanda. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. The Secret Place is a podcast created to share snippets of the Father's heart, to truly grasp what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. One of my favorite things, especially lately, has just been sitting and being quiet before the Lord and listening for Him to speak. And I've been putting this into practice with a family I was staying with. I was sitting with their daughter and one night I said, okay, let's let's just do this. Let's just read one chapter in John. And then afterwards, let's just spend 10 minutes just sitting in the presence of the Lord and wait for him to speak. And it was incredible. This little girl who's seven years old comes over after 10 minutes and shares what the Lord had told her. And she said that the Lord showed her angels gathered around her saying, do not be afraid. Things that you wouldn't think a normal seven-year-old would do. And then after about a half hour, we were sitting there watching YouTube and she goes, hey, Amanda, can we just, can we just put on that music again? It was like worship instrumentals. And can we just spend time listening to Jesus and praying? And she said, I want the Holy Spirit to fill me. And for me, of course, I said, Yes, I would love to do that. So we just sat there together. And I just remember it being such an incredible time. As I'm sitting there, there was no crazy, let me lay hands on you. Let's storm the gates of heaven. It was just so calm and so sweet, just sitting in the presence. And that night on her couch, the Holy Spirit filled her. And she began to speak in tongues, something that she had been praying for, for a long time. And for me, that really challenged my heart. What am I doing to seek the presence? You know, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I can speak in tongues. But what am I doing to continually walk in that? Because that night on her couch, I saw so much hunger in this little girl and it challenged me. So we talked to her parents. I was actually babysitting her that night and I told them what had happened. And each night we began to do the same thing. We would read a chapter in John and we would just seek the Holy Spirit. And what we got out of it was just something so special. As we began to do this, the Holy Spirit began to talk. We began to see just crazy things in the house, crazy things in the supernatural that we have only seen maybe in church or maybe haven't seen at all. And I remember the one night we were sitting there and and Scotty is his name. He just began to just share his heart and share these visions that the Lord had shown him. And it was something that the Lord was continuing to work in him, continuing to do in him. Just these crazy things that he has never experienced before, but the Lord was a hundred percent in it. And as we continue to read, the Lord would just highlight the Bible to me. It would just jump off the page. And I want to share just one verse out of John on this podcast, John chapter 5 verse 6 it says when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time he asked him do you want to get well and this is a story of of the man by the pool you know the angels would come down and they would stir it and people would people would get into the water to be healed but this man never never went and he goes on to say that that he could never get in because someone always went down ahead of him. 
But what stuck out to me in this verse was the beginning part where it says when Jesus saw him. And I remember I was sitting there and I was just reading this verse and in my Bible it's it's underlined and I've read it a million times, but it hit me so deep that night and I just began to cry over these words. When Jesus saw him. And I thought of all the times where, where in my life Jesus saw me. When I was that person who was drinking, who was smoking, who was not following the Lord, who was walking through all of these things, Jesus saw me. When I was that little girl who was in these abusive situations in my childhood home growing up and I'm crying and not knowing what is going on, he saw me. So I shared this with the people I was staying with and the Lord just began to give me these words and saying, when you were at your your weakest, when you were at your lowest place, he saw you and he wants to help you get to where you need to be. And it was almost like, yes, I wasn't sitting by that pool, but I was, you know, I needed a healing internally. I need a healing in my mind, you know, and, and I was that person laying by that pool for so many years, not knowing where to find help. But in that moment, Jesus spoke to me so clear this week and said, I saw you just like I saw him. And I just remember it being so special and I shared it with them. And I feel like that really was a turning point for me this week where I was just like, okay, Lord, like I know I've walked through a lot and I have, I have healed a lot. I have done all of these things, but I know you are at the center of it all. And I don't care if I look crazy. I've looked crazy so many times in my life following Jesus. And I always say following Jesus is so much fun because we do get to be crazy for him. And I just remember sitting there and thinking, okay, it's time to go for more. There's no excuses. You know, the Lord has healed me and there's no excuses anymore. So later on in the week, we, we continue to pray. And I remember I was in the kitchen at my friend's house and I hear Scotty, he's just standing there. He's like, whoa, whoa. And he asked his sister, Amber, did you, did you see that? What had happened was he saw this thing in his house and it went over his hair and he felt it touch his hair. Like his hair actually moved and his sister saw it too. And I just, I walked into the room and I had goosebumps all over my arms and, and I knew, we knew that it was an angel in that house. And that was the the third time that week that we had experienced something like that earlier in the week, I had seen two angels and it was just, it's just so special. It's so special. What happens as you continue to just follow the Lord, as you continue to seek the Holy spirit, because every single time he shows up and I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful for where he has brought me out of, but I'm also so grateful for where he is taking me. You know, right now I am in El Salvador. I just got here um, a couple days ago. But this is a place where, yes, it's hard. Sometimes it's so hard being a missionary, but the supernatural is all around. And, you know, I've had people in my life help me to to walk in that, to move in that, because I feel like a lot of times in the States, in our churches, it's just not normal. And the supernatural is 
not normal. It is supernatural, but it's just not, not that it's not encouraged. It's just not talked about. You know, we think these things are weird and to the natural mind it can be. But once you step into that supernatural, when you step into all that the Lord has for you, it just becomes normal walking the supernatural and you begin to, to hear the Lord speak to you. You begin to feel these, these leadings of the Holy Spirit, these promptings to pray for people at the grocery store, to pray for people at the gas station, to, to believe that the Lord can heal these people you've never even met just because you are walking in step with the Holy Spirit. And it's a wonderful place to be in. I am just seeing in this season so many of my friends with this deep hunger for those things, a deep hunger to see the supernatural. And, and I'm seeing it in my church in the States, which is such a blessing because it really hasn't been been as open as it is now. Just watching the Holy Spirit just come and just fill people and use people. And, and sometimes these people think, hey, I don't know what's going on. I know that I'm laughing in the middle of service and I can't stop. And and for me, I know that's the joy of the Lord and he wants to come and he wants to bring healing and he wants to do all of these things, but we need to be open to receive it. And just walking the supernatural is so important. I have a friend slash sister slash mentor who just challenges me to go so much deeper, deeper than I have ever gone before. And I've done some crazy things with her. Her name is Michelle Wellborn. She is fire. She is so fire. And she told me one time, she told me, always look for the treasure. Every day, wake up and say, okay, Lord, I want to find your treasure. And with King's Castle Ministries, what we do is on a piece of paper, we sit down and we ask the Lord to show us things, whether that be a number, a color, a name, a, sh a color shirt, you know, shoes, ask, we ask the Lord, you know, maybe there's something happening in their family, stuff like that. And we just ask the Lord to speak to us and we, we write it down and then we go out into the communities, out into the parks and we find our treasures. And it is so crazy because when I first started doing them, I didn't think they were real. I'll be honest. I was sitting in a room and we were told that we have five minutes to listen to the Lord and then we're going to go out and find our treasure. And I thought five minutes is not enough time. The Lord is surely not going to speak to me in five minutes to go find this treasure with these people I've never met. Um, but the Lord did and I found my treasure. And for me, it was just so eye-opening that yes, one, I do hear from the Lord. Two, there are so many people out there that are his treasures. But it takes us walking in obedience. It takes us saying, okay, I'm willing to walk in the supernatural. I'm willing to look crazy before all of these other people because what really matters is my eternity. What really matters is me being obedient to Christ and being quick to be obedient, not just sitting around. And I'm sure we've all heard that phrase, you know, slow obedience is disobedience. And I never want to be in that place. You know, I've seen the Lord move and work and do crazy things. I've seen legs grow out. I've seen blind eyes being opened, you know, the deaf ears being opened. And I've seen swelling in, in somebody's arm go down right in front of my eyes. You know, things you just can't explain. 
you know, and it makes me think of the verse, taste and see that the Lord is good. Because let me tell you, once you taste and see the goodness of God in such a tangible way like that, once you taste and see the supernatural, yes, it may not make sense, but you don't want to do anything else. You want to continually live this lifestyle where it's always just moving in the supernatural. And a lot of times, you know, I, I still get nervous, but the Lord does speak to me and I want to be so obedient to move in that. And if I can encourage you today, it's, it's to be okay with looking crazy. It's to be okay with being in a place where you say, okay, like I know that the Lord is leading me to pray for somebody and I see them right there. I know who it is, but you know, I don't care what other people say. I'm going to go pray for them. And and just taking that one step, and the more you're obedient with that, the more the Lord is just going to open up doors for you to reach these other people. And this past couple weeks, you know, I've just been really praying about it, like, Lord, and, and asking the Lord to forgive me because I haven't been obedient in every situation at every time. And I've really been praying, Lord, like, I want to do that more. I want to step out more. I want you to speak to me more, like, Lord, help me find my treasure in all of this. And then I've, I've thought, you know, as I walk out in obedience, they're not really rejecting me. They're rejecting the Lord and I'm just doing my job being obedient to what he wants me to do. You know, the Lord is already rejected and, and put down and they hung him on a cross and all that so he can handle it. But I need to be his mouthpiece, his mouthpiece. You need to be his mouthpiece. You need to be his hands and his feet in this, in this land, you know, bring heaven to earth. Heaven needs to invade earth in this place. We need to walk in the supernatural every single day of our lives. There's not one second where we can put our guard down because we know, you know, John 10, 10 says the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, but, but he has come. So we may have life and life to the fullest. And, and that is for us to walk in. And for one minute, we cannot put our guard down because what he's called us to walk in, he's called us to walk in the supernatural and that comes at a cost and the enemy is going to be on your toes trying to stop what the Lord is doing. But going back to the verse, um, John 5 verse 6, when Jesus saw him, I was thinking of a time where I was going through this rough, this rough, rough time in my life and I didn't want anything to do with the church. And I remember I was staying with a friend above her parents' um, storefront. And I was working in the store to pay for rent because at that time I didn't have a job besides that. And I remember standing there and, and not wanting to do anything with the church, but I saw this man walk by. And as I looked out at this man, the Holy Spirit impressed on my heart that I needed to pray for him. And I have never, ever prayed for anybody on the streets up to this point. And... My heart was beating so fast, you know, when the Holy Spirit just like tugs on your heart and you know you have to do something. So my heart was just beating so fast. And I said, okay, Lord, if this man is still at the end of the block, then I will go pray for him. And I waited some some time. You know, we always think we can test the Lord. We always think we are thinking better than him or thinking ahead of him. And so it had been. I don't know, five minutes and the blocks were not big at all. So if you were to walk out, like certainly this man would have been gone by now in the natural. And I, I go out and I'm like, ha ha, Lord, like, I know this man is not going to be there. And, um, 
So I go out and lo and behold, this man was there. I should have known. And I walked up to him, not even knowing what I was going to say. I walked up to him and I said, excuse me, sir. I said, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like I need to pray for you. So I go up and this man says, okay. And looks at me like I'm weird. Like I am the craziest person that he's ever seen before in his life. And he lets me pray for him. So I'm praying for him. And in, in myself, it's, it was almost like an out of body experience. I could hear myself praying, but it wasn't me praying. If that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. So I begin praying for this healing in his stomach. And in my human mind, I'm like, Amanda, what are you doing? This is so weird. You've never even met this guy. And then I'm like trying to stop, but I couldn't stop. And I end the prayer and it was awkward to begin with. Like I didn't even know where to put my hand or anything like that. And it was just so awkward. So then I start just like apologizing because I thought I had offended this man. And he looks at me and his eyes were like glassed over. Like he was starting to cry. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. And he looks at me and he says, no, I'm on my way to the doctor right now. They found a mass in my stomach that they're not sure is cancer. And for me in that moment, it was so humbling because I had just been obedient to the Lord. I mean, it was slowly, right? It was just trying to test the Lord. And then I ended up doing it. And when I went out and started praying for this man, he tells me this. And then he looks at me and he says, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous woman avails much. And that's from James 5, 16. But the Bible says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man. And I just remember there was something that came over me, such a peace, such a calm that, okay, like, you can do this, Amanda. Like, even in this time where you don't want to have anything to do with the church, the Lord is still using you. Even when people say that he can't use you and he won't use you. And and then I go to walk away from this man and I turn around, not even halfway down the block. And again, these blocks are small. And this man is gone, like completely gone. And even to this day, I cannot explain where this man went. In the natural, there's no way that he would have been completely gone. It was an open area. I would have seen him, you know, and it was just, it was just so weird, but it was so special because that's what I thought of again, when I was reading this, this verse, it says when Jesus saw him and in that moment, like Jesus saw, saw me in my brokest, my brokest moment in this place where I didn't want anything to do with him and he still used me. And, and since then that, that really was the catalyst for me believing in, in those things, believing that the Lord can use me and will use me and just having me walk in that boldness. And I want to encourage you in that you can walk in that boldness. All you have to do is take that first step and say, yes, you know, I, I just thought of right now about the verse where it says like we are entertaining angels unaware and who knows, maybe that day that man was an angel and the Lord was just using me to see if I would be obedient to him. But it just felt so special and so personal that the Lord of all the universe saw me and wanted to use me despite what other people 
have said, what other people have done. And he wants to use you. And I believe as we walk in the supernatural, as we continue to do these things in the supernatural, he's going to use us more and more. There's going to be remnants all over the world standing up for this. And we can see generations changed. We can see nations changed because people are saying, yes, I want to stand up. I want to walk in the supernatural. I don't care how crazy I look for the Lord. I'm going to do it because I know how much he loves me and I know how much he loves people. And I know how much that he wants to set people free, how much he wants to save them and how much he wants to heal them and do all of these things that, that even I don't have a physical grasp of. When I try to think of all the supernatural, there's no way I can fully understand it all. But I know that that each day he wants to take me deeper. Each day he wants to do more. And even when I thought that I've seen the craziest things, you know, seeing somebody's leg grow out or seeing swelling go down right in front of your eyes is is some of the craziest things. But he has so much more. That's only the tip of the iceberg. And and to be part of that, to be a part of something so much bigger than myself, to be a part of something so special that not everybody is is walking in this. I wish everybody would. You know, we don't serve a God of the natural. We serve a God that is supernatural. Like that is who he is. So to walk in that is so special. And I'm so grateful to be surrounded by friends, especially in this season, who are so hungry for it, who are so hungry for the supernatural who are so hungry to walk in it and and just see the Lord move in the craziest of ways and be ambassadors for his kingdom. And it is so special, but not only the friends that I'm surrounded with, but the friends that you're surrounded with, challenge them. Challenge yourself every day. Look for the treasure. Ask the Lord to show you and he will and you can write it down and then you can go out and you can find your treasure. And if you don't find it one day, Look for it the next day because there's always treasures out there. There are always people that the Lord is wanting to heal, to save, to to set free, all of those things. And he wants to use you. He wants to use you to reach those people. You can be a part of the bigger picture. You can be a part of moving in the supernatural. It's there. It's available. He wants to use you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I pray the Lord used it to stir and challenge your heart. Until next time, I'm Amanda, and you're listening to In the Secret Place.